It was the poet Shelley who wrote, If it be winter, can spring be far behind? Well, I was reminded of Shelley's line in reading the lesson from the fig tree from today's gospel. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Well, for the early hearers and readers of this image, or perhaps even more likely for us, we might imagine the outer gates that you might find in the quadrangles of Oxford University or closer to home, Christ's College. There you'll find a succession of courtyards, and by the outer one, there is a gate with guards on duty 24 hours a day. They see everyone who enters and everyone who leaves. And that's how it would have been in a great house in Jesus' day. Gatekeepers, above anything else they have to do, have to keep awake. Otherwise, they would be not much use as guards. And this is Jesus' instruction to us as well. Be alert. On this first Sunday of the new liturgical year, as we anticipate eagerly the coming of Christ at Christmas, and we sing carols and buy presents and decorate trees and prepare pageants and frankly eat far too much, this passage it widens our lens to the return of Christ on which day or hour no one knows. The Gospel passage also alludes to great tribulation, the destruction of the temple in AD 71, of the most traumatic and earth-shattering events ever to happen to the Jewish people. There, the enemy was not only at the gate, the enemy had broken through. Keep awake, Jesus tells his hearers, be faithful. Be vigilant, be repentant, go about your master's business. Gatekeepers are no use if they are preoccupied with divining the times and seasons instead of watching guard. Similarly, we can get too preoccupied with timetables and signs and wonders, so heavenly minded that we're no earthly good, as that saying goes. We can look at the clock, listen to the cock crow, wait for dawn, but we do not know when Christ will return. So what are we waiting for? Why are we keeping guard? Why must we remain alert? Well, it's to look for the fig trees. Fig trees are used in scripture as images of judgment and prosperity. They grow to nearly six metres in height, with large leaves providing pleasant shade, and their leaves are about as large, if not larger, than the human hand. The fig tree is the last to produce leaves, and does so just before summer. In other words, it is no early bloomer, and requires patience and attentiveness. When it puts forth its leaves, even as it may seem late to us, it is right on time as a sign 
that summer is near. Yvette and I have yet to experience a full year in Christchurch, so every season, let alone every day, for us is new. We are seeing when temperatures rise and when they drop, when trees flourish and when their leaves fall off, when fruit arrives and when it's the best time to harvest it. And even as I wrote the sermon a few days ago, looking from my office at the vicarage out into the fruit trees in the backyard, I could see fruit appear as if before my very eyes. Summer is near. Wonderfully, in the southern hemisphere, the start of Advent marks the start of summer. And as we look for signs of summer... So we are alert to the work of God among us even now, to those signs of the resurrection already before us, to the testimonies of nature and of people, to the incarnational wonder of God. God has moved into our neighbourhood. Have we seen him yet? Already change is afoot. Already we see mercy, justice and humility at work. Already we witness reconciliation and forgiveness between warring parties, wounded friends and broken families. Already we see those imprisoned set free by the work of the Holy Spirit. Already we see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Already we see the hope of glory. Already we see the presence of God among us in the care shown one to another, the love expressed and the faith strengthened. Already we say with acclamation, the Lord is here, God's Spirit is with us. Over against this, however, we see much that rips apart the fabric of society. Much that destroys, much that brings death, much that ruptures, much that seems dark and darker still. And yet, this season in which we sing or listen to once more Handel's wonderful Messiah, we also hear this. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. And they that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. Everywhere, if we are alert, we see signs of God with us. We see signs of the Messiah who has come and will come again in glory. Listen to this. And soon they found themselves all walking together. And a great bright procession it was, up towards mountains higher than you could see in this world, even if they were there to be seen. But there was no snow on these mountains. There were forests and green slopes and sweet orchards and flashing waterfalls, one above the other, going up forever. The light ahead was growing stronger. Lucy saw a great series of many-coloured cliffs 
led up in front of them like a giant's staircase. And then she forgot everything else. Because Aslan was coming, leaping down from cliff to cliff, like a living cataract of power and beauty. Then Aslan turned to them and said, You do not yet look so happy as I mean you to be. Lucy said, We're so afraid of being sent away, Aslan, and you have sent us back into our own world so often. No fear of that, said Aslan. Have you not guessed? Their hearts leapt and a wild hope rose within them. The term is over. The holidays have begun. The dream is ended. This is the morning. And as he spoke, he no longer looked to them like a lion. But the things that began to happen after that were so great and beautiful that I cannot write them. And for us, this is the end of all their stories, and we can most truly say they lived happily ever after. But for them, it was only the beginning of the real story. All their life in this world and all their adventures in Narnia had only been the cover and the title page. Now, at last, they were beginning chapter one of the great story, which no one on earth has read, which goes on forever and ever, in which every chapter is better than the one before. Be alert. Keep awake. The snow has melted. The leaves have appeared. Summer is near. The one who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus.